0: i v m hello and welcome to this week's episode of the edges and sledges cricket podcast i'm your host varun and this week i'm joined by ashwin and we've got a lot of cricket to talk about india men and india
1: women Ashwin, how are you doing man pretty good it's hard like it's just so hard to say this i'm like i'm a little heartbroken at falling just just a little bit short of a phenomenal gold medal what would have been a phenomenal gold medal but at the same time you have to try to and we'll talk about all the details but you have to try to wrap your head around if somebody had told me uh, even three weeks ago india would have got a silver medal in the commonwealth games i would have been over the moon right like and I'm getting too far ahead of myself, but not top three ranked in the world. I think India's women's team is fourth right now in T20s. Uh, Australia is, first, it feels like sometimes by probably margins of a thousand, like nobody feels like they can even come close. And the fact that Team India came so close and just fell short, I'm. it's heartbreaking to miss the gold, but it's also incredibly positive to win a silver. So overall, very positive. Yeah, absolutely and we we'll, we'll get into it but yeah, congrats to the India
0: women's team for for getting that silver medal, right? For us it's it's a big big thing. I also know the India women's hockey team got bronze recently. All the wrestlers have done really well. There was uh, in athletics also like so I mean it's been great. It's been a great run for India and uh, let's not forget Australia and England are part of these games too and we know they're stronger, right? They've they've historically been stronger and I I can't remember the number when I checked last India was fifth. So kudos to them man like like that is that that is really something but coming coming to the the cricket let's talk about the semi and final and then let's do a little bit of like maybe comparisons Ashwin to like if this was the the men's team that kept coming second would we have been as encouraging and uh or would we have called for
1: change the the men's team hasn't won a tournament since 2013 right it's 2020 2020 and
0: I think between the men and women's team I think since 2013, there's been no tournament, right? That that India has been able to, mm-hmm. uh, to to bring home. Now, don't don't doubt the fact that our profits, BCCI profits, have gone through the roof. So yeah, those nothing all to, to do home, with yeah. no, 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 nothing to do with money here, but it's just that tournament. But let's let's talk about that semi final, England versus India. India bats first, 164 for five. Smriti Mandhana just killed it, man! Like. Her Basra was like two hundred and fifty. You're back Dude. to Basra again. Just <laughs> non-stop <laughs> on Basra. I've got a lot of positive feedback. But 61 of 30 You've got a lot
1: of feedback. I don't know if it's all positive.
0: Yeah, I've got a lot of feedback from our friends <laughs> who just generally encourage this kind of nonsense. So, okay. so, so it's, it's fun for that. But yeah, Ashwin. Smriti Mandana, 61 of 32. Shifali Verma just had to play that uh, that anchor role, which you love for some reason. Uh, and then Jumaima. 44 of 31, Harman Preet looked solid. She she takes time to get off the mark. Uh, and for the first 10 balls or so, then she hit some beautiful shots, two fours or six, but just couldn't push it through. 164 for five. Talk us through that. that <clears> was <throat> was that always going to be enough? For me, I personally was a little bit scared.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it does definitely wasn't always going to be enough, right? Like an England side with Nat Siver, Amy Jones... Danny Wyatt, like some of the unbelievable players. England has broken India's hearts before in a limited overs World Cup final match, right? So, uh, it, Anything was possible, right? In these in these knockout matches, especially when there's a medal. So this the way this was structured: it's a semifinal, right? A win would have guaranteed a medal, either silver or gold. A lose means you still have a shot at a medal and uh, at a bronze medal, and you but you have to play one more game, right? We now know that India was, ended up winning. England unfortunately fell short to the New Zealand women's side in that bronze medal match, so went home without a medal. But yeah, I think. I, you know, this sounds like the most cliched thing for anybody to say, so it's probably not as much fun as Basra and stuff, but you just, you rely on two thoughts on India's batting innings, right? You rely on your big players to step up when when those really big moments come in, right? And seeing Smriti, who has so much experience, step up and batted almost two runs a ball, to your point about her Basra, was, was stunning. And then yeah I mean Harman has had a phenomenal world Cup shafali by and large World Cup Commonwealth Games, excuse me and Shafali by and large has had a really good run and you know, neither of them had a great great day today in the semifinal, but Smithy stepped up and then jemmy, let's talk about Jemmy for a second because she was she's a friend of the podcast. she's been on our show before if you haven't listened to that episode, I think it was twenty twenty when we had her on and just a great story so cool to hear from her such a humble uh, down to earth cricketer great story but you know, Barn there's and, a lot. And, yeah.
0: And and she had uh, she had stopped playing in the middle, right? For a while. She got dropped. She so got is dropped. this kind of like her comeback?
1: Yeah, it sort of is. There's a lot of people who believe Mithali probably and it's still gonna be controversial, but Mithali overstayed her, her welcome or her time that she should have been playing for a little bit longer that kept somebody like Jemmy or Jemima out of the side, right? So that, again, that's controversial. That's going to happen with every generation. There's always one player who probably stretches and stays a little too long. There's parallels, Unending parallels with the men's team. But it's great to see her come back and have a great tournament and step up when when the going gets tough. I mean, in the final, she was really battling through a lot of pain as well and still batted well. So in this, but in the semi-great knock. I mean, 164-5 is just on the cusp of doable, but not a guaranteed win. Yeah, absolutely. And
0: yeah, you couldn't help but see like a bit of, you know, that Sevart type streak in in Switi. You could see the the, the calm, composed Harman and Jemmy Mantis. Just her offside shots were phenomenal. I mean, the for me, my baby was sleeping and I got to watch 80% of this game. And it was excellent. Like, it was phenomenal. And just another great advertisement for why uh, we all need to be watching this form of the game a lot more. And then, I mean, totally like out of, uh, off-brand, if I want, might say so, Ren- Renuka Singh, Ren, Ren, Renuka. Well, yeah,
1: Renuka, I was like Renuka. <laughs> you
0: channelled your Danny Morrison to Yeah, I did. I've got some nice Danny stuff towards the end there, so I've been in that kind of zone. But, Renuka, um, she she went for over ten and over, right? I saw a, I, I saw an interesting post that it, said, I mean, yeah.
1: I saw an interesting post that said this person, this player has now, by the way, she goes by Takur, which I thought was interesting, which I didn't realize until I was watching the commentator. She ran really a saying Takur, which I was like, gosh, I'm going to get some crap about Shardul for this one. But like, <laughs> yeah. um, she picked up four wickets twice, I think, earlier in the tournament. And, yes. has, yeah. and so this is one of those that, like, you have an off day, you don't, like, it's fine right you've had you've really pulled your weight so far arguably the best bowler in the tournament even though India didn't win so anyway I was, people were feeling bad that she couldn't do it again in the semi but had an unbelievable tournament and, and everybody's allowed one off day after that kind of performance yeah and so what ended up happening is that Deepti Sharma picked up
0: one fantastic 4.5 economy rate Sneer Rana picked up two at again very good economy rate of seven and there were three runouts right so well done to India for kind of keeping their cool and composure uh, in a in a semi-final game because those run-outs really helped turn the tide um, with 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 set batters uh, all getting out uh, run-out right and I feel yeah. just that Sneh Rana at the end how good
1: was she. Yeah, unbelievable. You and I, we, you, me, and DJ were messaging on the group. DJ's on vacation in a safari somewhere, and has been finding ways to get just enough internet and stream these matches. So kudos to him for for watching. But yeah, two things quickly. One, when Nat Siver was out there, right, big captain of the ta- of the side, unbelievable player, batting at her on a ball. She was playing out what I would call a very Dhoni-esque innings, just saying, "I'm going to be here, take it deep." And what was amazing with seven or eight balls left in the innings, she you know hit the ball towards kind of deep mid area. And I think Smriti, who was who had the unbelievable innings today, was was fielding, and she took her on for the second. She said, "I'm going to try to take two, get back on strike for the last ball of the over, and see if I can be back myself." And an unbelievable throw, right? This is after there was already two runouts in the innings. Smriti fires in this incredible throw right at the wicket-keeper's end, and Natseva gets run out. And at that point, you think this is what makes the difference, right? It's a, it's a game of margins. She's batting on 41 of 42, 43 balls. That throw made he made the difference and ultimately won India the game. I think.
0: Yeah, it was it was excellent. Like India won by four runs. I thought this is going to go the same way that we've been going so far in semi-finals, but well done, Team India. A lot of hype, a lot of commotion around the final against Australia. I was envisioning that you know the team gets Shahrukh Khan to do a little speech before the start of the game because that's what we're kind of all remember Shahrukh Khan for with with women's sports, but it just the gap is just too big, right? Australia, it, it almost feels like for a lot of us growing up in the 90s and early 2000s, it's like when you play Steve Woz team, you, or or even Ricky Ponting, right? You you go in thinking that if we win, it's it's a big upside, but the odds of you winning are low. And I think it was the ODI World Cup or a previous World Cup where India Australia beat India by nine runs and the same thing happened yesterday again. Australia beat India by nine. I mean... Yeah, I, I don't want to really go through the, the the scorecard overall. 161. Now, this was a target set by Australia, which was very, very close to exactly what happened in the semi final, And so 161 was always going to be game on. But Ashwin, talk us through India's chase, like the all-too familiar collapse we've been seeing too much. While everyone from Maharsha Bhoghle to Wasim Jafar on Twitter, everyone came out to support. Uh, I don't know if you saw Mohamed Azuruddin's tweet. He was kind of like rubbish batting, same collapse as before, unacceptable kind of thing. And maybe that's the truth, but you probably should have been more supportive against this Australia team. But yeah, walk us through the chase.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, disappointing. A lot to deal with. I said, like I said before, you need the big players to step up, and this time the skipper did right. Harman stepped up, played an incredible knock, sixty-five. Uh, looked like she would take the team home and unfortunately perished just at the wrong time. I think with about four, three and a half, four overs to go. And ably supported by Jemmy, who made 33 and a runner ball. But, you know, at that point, that was the role she needed, right? India didn't really fall behind the asking rate too much at any point. It always looked within reach. And yeah, unfortunately, just couldn't keep up. I mean, in the first match in the group stage, I guess it was the first match of the tournament, Australia was on the ropes against India. They were four down quickly, thanks to Drenica, who picked up all four of the first few wickets. And then Ash Gardner walks in at like seven or eight or something and takes the game away from us. Unfortunately, this time, Ash Gardner takes the game away from us with the ball, right? Picking up not only Shefali early, but then getting Harman and Pooja Vastrikar, who looked like they were the people that needed to take the team home. So... A couple of other interesting things. Tanya Bhatia picked up an injury behind the stumps when the ball popped up, hit her helmet. And so they got to bring in Yastika Bhatia as a concussion substitute, which arguably on paper, she's a better batter, which, you know, could have, if India had won, I can imagine there being some controversy about this. Um, Obviously she wasn't able to do it on the day and India fell eight, nine yards short. The bigger controversy I want to talk about is the inclusion, and I don't know how much you followed this, the inclusion of Talia McGrath. So before the game, She tests positive for COVID and they flag it and the Commonwealth Games officials and the Cricket Australia officials and everybody say, it's cool, let's just, uh, she'll she'll just play it. I think they're like, all right, I guess if you take a catch, just don't run and hug and hug your teammates. And- so I have so many questions. On the one hand, how did we go from this disease being like isolate and lock yourself up in a room for two weeks to yeah, if you catch the ball, just don't just don't hug your teammates after you can still play. On the second, on the
0: other hand, I is, know is that what they is that what they actually said? I you were
1: they said that cricket Australia has agreed to let her play with a real with a series of protocols and rules, and that will enable it to be safe for everybody. I mean, what are the what are the what what, what are you going to do? She was bowling. She bowled. She caught. She took a catch. She like you're touching the ball. You're just. I guess, standing alone in the outfield and celebrating on your own its sort of... Like, it's absurd to me. Now, you can sit here and yeah, argue... Why did it happen, though? Like, sit, was it a Commonwealth She didn't, didn't have... She apparently p- didn't sense. have symptoms. She didn't... Uh, and the, something about the game's officials and Cricket Australia collectively ruled that she should play. Now, again, you can argue she didn't contribute with either the bat or the ball, but I think there are a lot of people upset. And there's parallels being drawn. This is a country that wouldn't let Novak Djokovic going to defend his most successful Australian Open tennis format because he wasn't even vaccinated. He didn't have COVID at the time. He just wasn't vaccinated. Here, you're putting a player who has COVID on the field to put 11 Indians and 10 other Aussies at risk. And so, anyway, I don't know what your take is on it. Again, you could argue she didn't contribute much and so it didn't affect the output. You have somebody like Elise Perry who's sitting on the bench who may have contributed more. And so, I don't know if it affected the net outcome, but it wasn't a great look.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it just feels odd when you've got I mean, cricketers all over the world not being able to play because they've got COVID. Here, somebody's tested positive, maybe no symptoms, but it's just just
1: not on. That's why I, I was really surprised as well. And uh, why did she test it?
0: Yeah, why did she test? Yeah. I mean, what's, why, uh, did... why is Cricket Australia testing am... you?
1: If you're saying, oh, chalo, it's positive, no problem, still play. Then just don't test. Yeah, you.
0: exactly. I mean, there must be protocol to test before every game. But I agree. What's the point of testing, then telling us, and then saying she's going to play anyway? Um, that's weird. And yeah, as an Indian fan, you know, Magras have not treated India well in semis and finals. Magras so and just Yeah, I would have been very happy to see uh, her not play. But anyway, luckily for us, it didn't... Uh, kind of uh affect the outcome of the game but uh but kudos to australia yeah like i said they have just they're just so far ahead of everyone else that it's um yeah it's going to be tough to catch up but well done to the india women's team
1: i think my closing thought there i know we have to take a break is the parallels you like to draw in the 2013 and this australia invincibles and all that is the the difference we've talked about many times on this show is that like the indian women have not been in these pressure situations enough. They've not had yeah. enough game time. They haven't like the Australian women's have with have a women's big batch. It was the first women's league like the men have it right there's a reason india's men's team can field 3 4 maybe up to like 5 quality elevens in t20s that can be beating teams like the west indies right now is because of the depth you've created we haven't invested in that and i know there are a lot of people out there you're really gunning to use opportun- use results like this i mean gosh if these if all these women had played multiple years of women's ipl finals where you had to Chase down totals in the last over. Maybe this task wouldn't have felt daunting, but they haven't had the opportunity to do it, and so they, it was too much today. Whereas the Australian women have been in the situation before, so that's all.
0: Absolutely, couldn't agree more. And hopefully, they, the the viewership numbers were very high to help justify some of these things in the future. On that note, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and do something a little interesting. We're not going to run through each of the four T20s, but we're going to do more like a report card on the on the overall West Indies T20. Uh, tour. So we'll be back after this break. Have you ever wondered where the business world is headed? How the ways in which we create, market, and sell to consumers will evolve? Or if we'll
1: ever go back to wearing pants while working? For answers to all of this and more, tune into Advertising is Dead with me, Varun Dugirala. Every Tuesday, as I talk to entrepreneurs, leaders, and change makers from across business, media, marketing, and beyond, you can catch all episodes of Advertising is Dead on the IBM Podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
0: Welcome back from the break. Ashwin mentioned one thing at the end of uh, the previous segment, which is depth of the India men's team, and we're going to start talking about that depth because you didn't have your key players, um, Kohli, Bumrah, Jadeja, Rahul, yet Rohit Sharma has come off with, I think, the eighth consecutive T20 bilateral series win. Convincing win with 4-1, beating the West Indies at home. It's just been a, it's been a remarkable uh, tour from the perspective that You've been chopping and changing. You've had guys who may not even make the squad uh, for an Asia Cup or a World Cup that is coming up in the next two months. Yet you see them go out and just do the job so professionally and come back with these phenomenal results. So India won 4 one let's not run through each T20 Let's talk a little bit more about the guys who played, and maybe we'll do it this way: that we'll talk one or two sentences about what we thought about their performance and give them a score out of ten, let's say. And at the end, I just, I also want to call out that basically, I think this is the end of that experimentation phase, right? Where you've got like thirty players playing t20s. I think with the Asia, I think let's let's look at our journey from now till the World Cup. You've got an Asia Cup starting in what, 20 days on 28th August or 27th August. You've got then somewhere between six to eight ODIs combined between Aust- versus Australia and South Africa at home. And then the T20 World Cup starts. So I think this chopping and changing, I think the experimentation is is coming to an end now. I think for the Asia Cup, you're going to see our strongest uh, kind of squad go and, and, and start getting that match practice together. But yeah, Ashwin, let, let's talk. Let, let, let's do this quickly because there's a lot of players to get through. Let's do Rohit Sharma first. Thoughts? Uh, what What am I
1: scoring on? Is it like performance in this series alone? Just I think it, just gut Yeah, on this series alone. Like, I mean, he uh, will uh, he will one hundred percent play for for yeah. Team India, right? No question about it. I think he made 100, 108 runs in the series at a, at thirty six, basically one good innings. But yeah, no question about it. Seven out of ten, not his best series, but no question he'll play.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give him 8 out of 10 just because of his attacking nature. Like he was hitting a lot of sixes in the power play. I think he's changed his approach to the game a little bit. And I, so I'm going to give him credit for that. The numbers uh, that you mentioned don't justify an 8 on 10. But I think it's partly captaincy, partly the, the change in the... In the and it's one good so,
1: innings basically, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. But but like I said, it's that aggression and and the get uh, going from the start, kind of capitalizing of the power play. All of that is the reason I do that. It actually now that I think about it, it seems harsh. Let's let's go with seven or ten uh, for him. Uh, Sky, the other the new opener. We discussed this last time. Doesn't make any sense. He has uh, apparently
1: ju- opened for the Mumbai Indians. I didn't look at the stats, but I remember him. Yeah, he has. He has,
0: and he's batted up top. I'm sure even for KKR and stuff. So. Um, he has opened that's not the debating like that's not the issue the issue is you finally found a number four a position where you've been struggling for six years I think right uh, to find somebody pretty much you found him and then you pushed him up top so let's just go with the t- thought that the more number of balls he plays the better practice he is uh, or the better prepared he is for that World Cup no doubt nine on ten for me some of his shots were amazing
1: yeah nine on ten for T20s one on ten for ODS that was that was guy serious for me, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: So makes up ten on twenty. Well, that's, that, not that's a, true. That's Total I'm score of record, ten is all you need to yeah. say, right? Yeah. Bad. But we've got a T a twenty World Cup coming up, so this is a good good situation. Very quickly, just Kishan, since we used him, I think in just
1: one matchup. One match, I think I, he made eleven I, off thirteen balls, and it's yeah. hard, it's tough, man.
0: Yeah. Will you give him minus like negative?
1: I, I don't know. It's so hard to give a guy one game because then that's all you see, and then, like. I, don't, I mean, we're going to come to Ayer, who had an arguably a pretty poor series, but a phenomenal last one, last match. Yeah. And he made 64 or something. So, two yeah, out I mean, three. Okay, let's just put it
0: this way. Can he I put NA for out. Kishan? Yeah, you can. Which basically means he's out of the squad, right? There's no place for him in the squad. Especially since uh, DK and are keepers. And then, arguably, Samson slightly ahead, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's quickly discuss Samsung also. So let me give my take. My take is that Samsung and Kishan are just not in the... They're not in the picture for Asia Cup or World Cup. I think if either of them had had kind of like break the door down even one innings, like if they did a 100 of some 60 balls, 50 balls, it's, you couldn't have kept them out. But they've just done okay. like And so... You can't help but think that there's, a, there's two ways, right? One is they've wasted a spot of somebody who could have probably performed. But at the same time, you needed to go through this. They are definitely as part of the setup for the next few years. But in the immediate two months, I don't see them traveling as part of any.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's Rishabh, DK, which, which is amazing. Rishabh wasn't in the T20 setup for a while. But uh, Rishabh, DK, and then Rahul walks back in and he can don the gloves if absolutely needed. So, yeah, exactly. All right, which brings us to the last,
0: uh, batsman in the top order, which I would say is Shreya Now you you talked about him. Give us your report. Is yeah, you give us your report. I don't want to bias.
1: I was trying to look at the math. So he made 64 of 40 balls today, which means he made 32 in the rest of the three innings. Right. So he had three bad innings. But today when he was hitting, he looked so fluid and he looked like the Shreyas year off old who, uh, who you know, played captain of the Delhi Capitals, etc. So, man, I don't know, five out of ten, middle of the pack when you have one great innings. But you have, I guess it's a little unfair that Rohit also had one great innings and three, poor ones. that I gave him seven. For Sky, I think, yeah, uh, for Shreyas, excuse me, I'd say five, probably five out of ten, just one phenomenal innings, but you can't. You don't keep, you don't get three chances to fail in a World Cup.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was I was going to give him a one or two, but uh, the <laughs> last innings has pushed me up to like a four on ten. I don't know, man. Not like I got some great messages from friends before the the last game saying Ayer is going to be practicing uh, rotate strike rotation for the twenty twenty three ODI World Cup uh, in this series and stuff. Right, like he he just he, he the short ball troubled him. He has been going at a strike rate of about hundred. He's just not able to find the boundary. So for me, like Ayer is a great replacement for Kohli, Rohit, or Rahul. But when you've got those three guys, it's I would let's just put it this way: I wouldn't be surprised if he's in Australia around the time with these COVID uh, protocols where somebody gets COVID, he's rushed into the squad. But I don't see him going.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think he's on the fringe. Yeah,
0: yeah perfect. So let's. I'm I'm not gonna. The next two are very easy, right? I don't think we need to rate them. Rishabh Pant and Hardik Pandya. Both of them kind of fighting for the vice-captaincy spot. I heard Hardik is a little bit ahead in the
1: race, just through what I read. Um, and through the fact that in that fifth match, when Rohit was rested, Hardik walked yes, out of the camp. Yeah, hands. exactly. Even though yeah, Rishabh no, no actually to, well, but yeah. Yeah, no, nothing.
0: No, no need to read anything. That's actually the... The sign, right? So, but then Rishabh didn't play that match. So, a lot of interesting stuff going on there. But Ashwin, anything to add on Hardik and Panth? Like Hardik, let's not talk about because there's no discussion. Does
1: Punt play or in the eleven or is Punt going to be in the squad and it's going to be taking a call based on his form? It's. I think it's the latter. I think based on he's a form player, he's a momentum player. I think Punt can slot in when you if you are giving slots to Rohit Kohli and maybe Rahul, then. Punt's erratic kind of start hitting big from the first ball, fall over, lose one hand off the grip, all that type of cricket works well. If you are trying to go with a much more aggressive side, where you have Kishan, Samson, Sky type of folks instead, then I think Punt is just one more. And I don't. So Net, I think he 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 plays if his form stays good, but he's in the team to play a more aggressive role than any of the other guys. I guess, yeah. Yeah,
0: sounds well, good. I think uh, I think yeah, spot on. He, he's in the squad. He will go. Let's talk about, I told you, my Danny Morrison was going to come out, right? Let's talk about Duda. Duda is the wild card entry. Duda? Why do you call him Duda instead of Huda? Well, Huda. Huda. Like, the Huda. Duda. 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 Um, Deepak Huda, man, I know you discussed with Rohan, our guest, on a couple of weeks back. What's the deal, man? Like, I feel like he's, he's peaking at the right time. He's doing all the right things. I, my gut feel tells me he's going to be in the squad.
1: I, I agree. I think he's going to be in the squad. I don't know how many games he's going to get. And that's just, that's one of those like wrong generation in a different generation. He may have been one, like you, he has the talent to be one of the all-time greats, right? Like he has just wrong place, wrong time, didn't always get his opportunity, didn't always find a way in. When he did, he got his chances, then he got injured and didn't get a chance. Then he, You know, like there's a lot of cases like this you see, unfortunately, in the world of cricket, especially with Team India that has all the depth. But yeah, who does? An unbelievable striker of the ball. He does give you that option with, uh, uh, with the off spin as well, right? Which is interesting because right now you have Jareja, Hardik, of course. Then you have a Jadeja Then you have Akshar, maybe, and you have Huda. Jadeja and Akshar are bowlers who bat a little. Huda is very clearly a batter who bowls a little. But it's interesting that balance he gives you is is also very very worth considering.
0: Also, Jadeja, when he bowls left arm off spin with eighty percent right handers in a team, that's also leg spin, right?
1: I mean, for sure. a yeah, right
0: handed, yeah, it's about going so, away, yeah. Yeah, so basically you got Chehal and Jaddu who are pretty much like we'll talk about the bowlers. Huda can give you that off-spin option. You look to attack him. Australia, the grounds are big. I mean, I think if he plays, he's gonna play a role with both bat and ball. So so yeah, probably our wild card and and surprising, man, how how the the world works because you 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 wouldn't have put him in the setup two months ago, right? And now you're, we're kicking out Kishan and Samson and even Ayer and saying Huda is going to go. So kudos to
1: him for, for doing well. Some of it really quickly will be Virat used to generally prefer specialists. He'd have six batsmen, five yeah. ballers, nobody who could do both. It'll be interesting to see if Rohit with Hardik, with Jadeja, with Akshar, with Huda is starting to lean more a little. He gave Ayer the ball not long ago. Shreyas, who to bowl some legs, spin, right? Like, It'll be interesting to see if he starts to value the uh, all-rounder more.
0: Yeah. And then talking about the all rounders, Jadeja, definitely in, no discussion. Probably playing 11 for sure for us. Uh, Akshar Patel, do you think he goes?
1: When he picked up five wickets in Series 4 in one game, I think it was. So uh, I, I don't think he goes unless there's an injury to, to Jadeja. I think he's a, he's yeah. a very clear backup uh, and he deserves that, but I don't think he travels to. So to he's the
0: basically got holiday booked for Australia in October. I'm still uh, talking about Asia
1: Cup. I'm like I don't know if he goes to the UAE <laughs> even, but Asia Cup pitches yeah. will support him better. So yeah, um, yeah, backup. Okay, cool.
0: So probably not in the squad. Uh, Dinesh I like Karthik. how we're
1: 80 percent of the way through the squad. And we forgot giving. We stopped giving them numbers out of ten already. So this yeah, is, we stopped. This because, I mean, really I been a successful
0: is, thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably harder than than we thought. Quickly, Dinesh thing, again for me uh like 100%. deepa Kuda and Dinesh kartik are the two guys who are going to be in the squad who i wouldn't have put 3 months ago
1: yeah i think Dinesh is even ahead of deepa like i think he yeah. plays such a like niche playing role. 11 type yeah such a niche role uh as a finisher that uh you can not it's very difficult to overlook him. and is nidha sponsoring
0: the the asia cup this year i is hope that? so
1: because if they if they are, it'll be unbelievable <laughs> can you if
0: they're not, this is a call for them, man. Like, so, come on, get down there sponsor the Asia Cup. I, I don't even know
1: what they make or who they are. Like, what is their business? <laughs> Doesn't matter.
0: Doesn't matter. Nidhass
1: Trophy. What do they make very quickly? I don't know. I looked up Nidhass and it's all about cricket. Maybe it was just the name of the, maybe it's not a sponsored. Maybe it's like something, something to do with selected cricket. But anyway. Okay. All right. Then cool.
0: Let, let's very quickly run through the bowlers. Unfortunately, bowlers always get less time on this podcast. But, um, I think Ashwin, yeah, between.
1: Nidahas is a Sinhalese word for freedom, so we thought it was like Paytm, but so it's, it's a, a freedom, freedom series. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's anyway. what
0: happens when you're from India. You're so just you're assume so it's this word, brainwashed with sponsorship <laughs> and money. That yeah, Nidahas means freedom. Okay, that's that's nice. So mm-hmm. let's let's assume, uh, Bumrah and Um, uh, Chahal, Chehel, Harshal are part of your your playing eleven. I read somewhere that Mohamed Shami has been overlooked for T20s because they've kind of said, we want you to just hone your skills in tests and ODI. Mm. So that's why since the 2021 World Cup, he's played only one T20. I don't see him in the mix of things because of this. Very quickly, um, Bhuvi, Avesh Khan, and Arshdeep Singh. What, very, give me your take very quickly on them. Uh, I think experience uh, versus inexperience.
1: I think Bhuvi gets to stay close to the squad or travel because of experience. Uh, and slide ability with the bat, I think Avesh will also be close but misses out and Arshdeep, I think, makes it because he's just unbelievably accurate and lefty gives him a unique differentiator. So, for me, Arshdeep is slightly ahead of the other two, then Bhovi, then Avesh. Yeah, agree. Yeah, absolutely same for me. I think every time
0: Rohit threw the ball to Arshdeep, he delivered exactly what he wanted. I watched an over, I can't remember who the batsman was, probably the opening over where he, he the ball went in, the ball went out, the ball was mm. a yorker. Okay. Uh, it was It was fantastic. So, I think again, so my third wild card is basically Arshti. That's mm-hmm. what I was coming to. Yeah. I think um, Avesh will miss out. And then obviously there are fringe uh, bowlers like Kuldeep, um, you know, Ravi Bishnoi who have done no wrong. I mean, look at yesterday's so game, four wickets each. Um, but but just, there's, it, it's great to give them match practice. But I think at this point they, they don't make it to the squad. But uh, keep an eye out for Ravi Bishnoi. So, there you have it. We've we've run through a report card, and we've basically given Rohit Sharma something, uh, and, and forgot no to score again. anyone else. And Ashwin, of course, gave Sky one on ten for the ODIs. but. That's a wrap this week, guys. We've got um, a lot of cricket coming up. I'm pretty sure by the time we record next, the uh, Asia Cup squad will be out. So let's go through and see how many we got right, how many we got wrong. The India-Zimbabwe ODI tour is going to be on where Shikhar Dhawan is going to be leading uh, the boys for um, what should be a fun series because Zimbabwe is playing Bangladesh right now and I think they've won and uh, Sikandar Raza has really done really well. So... You know, it brings back memories of the '90s versus Zimbabwe. But stay tuned; we will cover some of that and the Asia Cup in our next couple of
1: episodes. Thank you, Ashwin. This has been a fun episode. Yeah, it's been great. Good to get good to get time with you. I know it's, life is busy right now, and for everybody else, thank you all for tuning in. As always, at One Tip One Hand on all the social medias, please leave us, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and we will be back next week to talk more about the world of cricket. Thank you.
2: Hello, everybody. It's been another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On What the Hell Navya, Jaya Bachchan, and Navya herself dish out stories from their childhood. They discuss tough love between parents and their kids. On "Pesa Vesa, Anupam talks to Bamanirani, President-elect Reddy, and Chairman and MD at Rustamji. They discuss the concept of buy versus rent and how to approach buying property in 2022. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus is joined by Meghnath and comedian Shaj Shafi. They discuss their opinions on the ongoing Congress presidential elections and Prashant Kishore embarking on a Padhyatra. On The Life Manifesto, Zarina narrates a story that advocates that stress and emotions are not to be controlled but must be beautifully managed. And on The Filter Coffee podcast, Karthik is joined by Yashraj Akashi senior ambassador of the TEDx program and curator of TEDx Gateway, They discuss the origin story of TED and his franchise model. Guys, go to our website, ivmpodcast.com. You can check out the merch store, also links to all of our social media stuff, which is at IVMPodcast. Also do check out our YouTube channels. We have a number of channels with many of your favorite shows available as full video podcasts. Finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thank you so much for making this possible.
1: Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure, and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcast from.